Buongiorno, Principessa. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Prince, Princess, Emperor, Empress, King, Queen, Knight, whatever you go by, whatever you call yourself. Hi, welcome. I'm going to ask for forgiveness, no pun intended, because my dear listeners, I recorded half of this episode earlier this week, and my intention was to record the other half today. However, the recording never saved, so here we are. Now, it's funny how that happens, you know, we make plans and life, life gives us something else. I must confess, I am relieved that my original half of this episode did not save because I get to do it all now. (laughs) I get to do it again. I get to choose again to do it again. And that's the glory of, that's the story of love. So first and foremost, love, we can have a whole podcast itself dedicated to love with multiple seasons that could take us into the next 100 to 200 years and I don't think I'm gonna live that long so I'll probably have to like leave it to people in my will so we will talk about love many times not just in this episode but for the sake of brevity here's what you need to know with what we're gonna discuss with love today So we talked about rejection and how rejection is redirection. Speaking of redirection, there is a geese walking in my direction. So now I'm going to turn around and walk the other way. Because to quote Tevia in Fiddler on the Roof, except this is for me with the geese, whether I see them at my job or going for a walk after work, them and so far they don't bother us and everyone gets along just perfectly and when I say we I mean myself and if I'm with anybody like we don't bother them they don't bother us in this case it's I so there you go rejection is redirection even though in this case I rejected walking straight into the path of the geese and forgiveness You know, we must forgive for ourselves, for our peace of mind, for our sanity. And now we go to love. I always talk about Dante. What I'm going to say, which sums up the entire La Divina Commedia, is that Dante wrote that every human action is based on love. Even actions that are fear-based originate in love, according to the pilgrim, the poet, however he calls himself. That's it. That's the whole series. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, that sounds crazy. How is everything based and rooted and grounded in love? Let's do an example. You need to make money. Let's say you don't have a job, or you have a job that doesn't pay well, 
or you have a job where you're not being treated right. You go to go for another job somewhere else and the salary is better. Whether it's a dollar more or a million dollars more, the pay is better, the environment is awesome, and there is a bee going after me, so rejection equals redirection again. You decide to take the new job, and you leave where you are now if you are somewhere else, or if you have never worked a day in your life, you leave the comfort of not having to have worked in order to work. How is this an act of love? Why did you do this? Well, of course, you need to make money. You need to make money. You need to pay for things to afford to live in this society, in this culture, wherever you are in the world hearing this, you need to make money to pay for everything, for food, for water, for gas, for electricity, for transportation. If you do not drive and you take mass transit, if um, you need to buy a bicycle to use, if you prefer that, if you, como se dice, como se dice means how do you say? Rent mortgage, duh. (laughs) You need to pay your bills to live in your dwellings. And let's say you are living somewhere for free at the moment. Well, then there's still places where you would help in those instances. You have to pay for your phone. You have to pay for your internet. You got to pay for everything. So you take this job because you need money. And You need money to pay to support yourself and your family. If you are supporting a family, if not, and it's you and a significant other, and if not, if it's just you, you're still supporting someone. That's yourself. (laughs) That's yourself, girl or boy. That's yourself. And because you have to take care of yourself and or others, you make the decision to take the job rooted and grounded in love because you don't want to be homeless or starve. And if you're supporting your loved ones, you do not want them to be homeless or starve either. So you take this job out of love for yourself and out of love for those around you. If you take this job never having worked a day in your life, you take the job for the love of new experiences and saying yes to new adventures. If you take the job because the pay is better, you take it out of love for knowing your worth and value as an employee. The same reason can be applied if you take it for a better work environment but also knowing your value and your worth, not only as an employee, but as a human being, as an individual, as a light. You know your worth and you make the choice out of love. Now, we can make a lot of choices out of fear. I won't get into the differences between love versus fear here. For the sake of keeping it connected to Dante, 
I will deconstruct an example where we see a fear-based decision that was originally rooted in love, but then turned totally fear. How many of you like Star Wars? Raise your hands. How many of you love the prequels? I see a lot of less hands raised. It's the series that everybody loves to hate or secretly hates to love, the Star Wars prequels. But ma Laura, well then. As we all know, Darth Vader started off as Anakin Skywalker, and he was the chosen one, as Obi-Wan Kenobi said. He was supposed to unite the Force, not destroy it. Well, the reason why he destroyed it was out of fear. And originally, his decision rooted in fear was rooted in love. Anakin was married to Padme. Anakin got Padme pregnant. Anyone surprised? No. Maora, he had a dream of Padme dying in childbirth. The last time he had a prophetic dream, his mother was in danger, and his mother wound up dying. She died after he rescued her, but she died nonetheless, and he avenged her death. He was so afraid of losing his wife because he loved his wife so much. He loved his wife so much. Perhaps he loved his wife more than his unborn child, or as we would later find out, unborn children. Because the decisions that he made that led him to ultimately fall to the dark side of the force were because he assumed that if he went down that path, he would save his wife and she would not die. Because he loved her, he did not want her to die. Now, we've seen Star Wars. We know what happens. If you haven't seen Star Wars, you could either watch the movies, you could look up the clips on YouTube. Spoiler alert, it's not pretty seeing him go to the dark side. He becomes a hateful being. And he literally does the one thing he didn't want to do, which was hurt his wife. Interestingly enough, even though Padme dies, she does not die due to complications from childbirth, but rather, as the droid tells Obi-Wan, she has a broken heart, she has simply lost the will to live. As the Emperor, Palpatine, would tell the now Darth Vader, it seems that in your anger, you killed her. Was he telling the truth? Yes and no. Was he lying? Yes and no. Now, Anakin, now Darth Vader, did not take out a gun or a knife or a lifesaver and stab Padme. He didn't hit her over the head with a rock. He didn't suffocate her. He didn't inject her with a syringe. He did do an invisible chokehold on her, but that didn't kill her. He still hurt her. He still displayed abusive behavior. But because of his abusive behavior, she didn't know him anymore. She lost the will to live. So in a sense, he did kill her. And that shows how a decision rooted in fear, totally fear-based, and just bad decision after another, like a domino effect. Originally, 
was rooted in love. Now, there can be fearful episodes that bring out the love in us. Take, for instance, Aunt Polly from Pollyanna. We've talked about Pollyanna before. The last thing I mentioned was about her and the doll. Well, spoiler alert, and I'm sorry to spoil it, Pollyanna drops the doll while trying to sneak back home and falls out of the tree and gets paralyzed. When this happens, Pollyanna loses her spirit. She no longer wants to play the glad game. She is depressed, she is forlorn, she is downtrodden, or so she thinks. She warmed the hearts of all the townsfolk, except her aunt, until her accident happened. Aunt Polly, who, when Pollyanna first came to her, she sent her to the other side of the house to live in a small turret room, small to her standards, to the standards of myself and everyday people, quite large, quite impressive, quite beautiful. But Aunt Polly's maids made comments like her own niece and she couldn't do better by her. Well, after Pollyanna's accident, Aunt Polly gives up her entire bedroom, which is basically, it looks like a million dollar apartment in Manhattan, back in the Gilded Age. Okay, maybe not the Gilded Age, like before the Gilded Age. She gives up her room her apartment, whatever, in her, in her house for Pollyanna. And she finally crumbles and breaks down. Her heart of stone, her burling wall that she put up to keep everyone out, comes crumbling. And she admits that she loves her niece. She breaks down to her ex-boyfriend and admits that she loves her niece. That's huge. For someone who is stoic, for someone who displays no emotions, for someone who she could have ghosted her niece and it wouldn't have made a difference, but she finally cracks and admits that she loves her niece. Once Aunt Polly has cracked, there is no going back. Beloving her that she kept long hidden and locked down shines forth. When the townspeople flood her home surrounding it because they want to see Pollyanna they've brought gifts for her she welcomes them in she invites them she takes the time to get to know them she talks to them as individuals sharing her human experience as opposed to little peasants and herself as some queen or whatever lady of the town or village by accepting love The love that she kept hidden within her all along, Aunt Polly was free. There's a saying, the truth can set you free. I believe love can set you free. I believe we all have the capacity to love. We are born with it, it is in us. Oftentimes we're afraid of love because we've been hurt in the past. This is especially true with romantic love. This is definitely true with romantic love. 
And sometimes we can grow to love people or fall in love with people whom we never would have expected to in a million years. Has anyone ever seen When Hallie Met Sal- when, when Harry Met Sally? It's a great movie. I highly recommend you watch it. But what you need to know is these two did not like each other. They were annoyed by each other. The characters played by Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal. They were annoyed by each other. But they kept encountering each other even years later. And as they developed a friendship, they grew to love each other as friends. And as they grew to love each other as friends, they would fall in love with each other even though both would heavily deny it. But when it clicked for them, it clicked for them. Even if it clicked for one before it clicked for the other, it clicked. And they were able to truly be free. And you can see the difference in the characters of Hallie and Sally from when you first meet them at the beginning of the movie, when they're driving to New York as recent college grads, and at the end, when they take the, um, the seat, if you will, during the movie, couples are interviewed on how they met and how they got together. Well, at the end of the movie, Harry and Sally are in the seat. And you can just see and feel the love between them. It can warm even the Grinch's heart. Speaking of the Grinch, love moved him. When he saw how the Who's didn't care that all their gifts and their food was gone, that they were joyful, that they were still happy it was Christmas and they had each other and they came together and were singing the Who's song and were holding hands. His heart grew, literally, if you watch the cartoon. His heart literally grew. And he had a change of heart and brought everything back to them. And you know what the Who's did? Did they arrest him? Did they throw him in jail? Did they hang, draw, or quarter him, or tar and feather the Grinch? No. They invited the Grinch to Christmas dinner, and he cut the roast beef, which I guess is like the highest honor in who culture. But Ma Laura, nonetheless, we continue. That's the power of love and how much it can move people, how much it can move you, but only if you let it. I've had a hard time with love for so long, but to quote Bill Murray at the end of the movie Scrooge, I get it now. I get it now, and I hope and pray, as our friend Rogio from Rock of Love says, I hope and pray. <laughs> I hope and I pray that you do too, dear listener. Also, as Columbo would say, just one more thing, but I'm not going to ruin your life. I promise you, though you might feel like I'm going to ruin it. I have no intention. Let love find you. Be guided by love and let love find you. Because love will find you when and where you least expect it. And 
sometimes with whom you never thought to expect it with either. And I don't just mean romantic love, but any love in general. Check out Charlie Chaplin's movie, The Kid, starring him and Jackie Gleason, AKA the original Uncle Fester and Bear's Wind. But I'm happy the wind interrupted me because now I get to talk about The Wind Rises before going back to The Kid. The Wind Rises is a movie by Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli Caliente, I love and respect myself, and I'm okay that I might not get it right. That's okay. My intentions are well. Ma'alora, well then, nonetheless, in The Wind Rises, which I still have to watch, Jiro loves his girlfriend. And I'm saying girlfriend because I have not seen a full movie. I don't know if they wind up getting married or not. But Jiro loves her so much that even though she is sick, he makes this crazy journey in a day just to see her. And there is a beautiful moving scene where he's on the train and he's writing a letter and he's crying. He runs in through the back of her house and she's just so warm to see him. And even though they only spend a few moments together in that scene, it was worth the God knows how many hours of travel he had to endure. And even though he was afraid and scared and fearful as we all would be if someone so beloved to us was so ill, he did the opposite of Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. He didn't hurt anyone. He didn't turn to the dark side. He stayed himself and he stayed in his light, which in turn brought light to his beloved. And although, because I did look up the ending, it looks like she dies. I'm sorry if I spoiled it. Although it would not ultimately save her from death, it helped her go on for as long as possible. And she's still watch over him even after she was physically gone. And Charlie Chaplin's The Kid. Charlie Chaplin was not looking for love, his character of a tramp. He just stumbled upon this little boy and the little boy warmed him. And there is a scene where it looks like the little boy is going to get taken away from him. And the actions that Charlie Chaplin takes to get the little boy back, who, by the way, the little boy is played by Jackie Gleason, a.k.a. the original Uncle Fester. Yeah, he was a child actor. And there was a lawsuit with him and his parents. But that's another story for another day. Look up the scene in The Kid with the rooftop chase. And when you see, and this is a silent movie, But when you see the expressions on Charlie Chaplin and Jackie Gleason's faces, their their facial expressions, their body language, the symphony, the orchestra in the background and how they embrace each other, it is a true love between a father and a son even though they are not biologically connected. It is a true love between a parent and a child. It is a true love between a child and a caretaker. 
I genuinely hope and pray, and as Rogio would say, I hope and pray, you all have experienced that love at some point from a parent or parental figure, from a sibling or a soul brother or soul sister, from a mentor, from a guide, from a significant other, from a child, if you are a parent or a role model. And whatever you do, even though there are fearful situations you may face and life can happen, I genuinely hope and pray that you are guided and moved to take all action or inaction if you need to take a break and focus on yourself, but that you do all through love, through the love that moves the sun and all the other stars.